What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman Middlecoff segment is brought to you by sleepnumber.com slash ham and simplysafe.com slash ham and DraftKings promo code ham and expressvpn.com slash ham and mybookie.ag promo code ham1. Is this, this has been one of the most boring Super Bowl weeks ever. Can we dive into that? I mean, yeah. in the sense of there is nothing going on in the terms of no shit talking back and forth, no controversies. No arrests. I talked to someone today that told me their first Super Bowl was 1998 in Miami. And I said, oh, who was, uh, what was that game again? And they're like, oh, it was Broncos Atlanta. I'm like, oh, that was, you're telling me that Eugene Robinson, the man of the year in South Beach, went to pick up a hooker the night before the game? Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Finish. That happened. Yeah. Now, that, that did happen, I think, the night before the game or maybe two nights before the game. But we just – we haven't got – Well, there's family like, back at the hotel. Full fam- – kids, wife, hotel. Guy, man of – the defending man of the year. I think he had won it the year before. Maybe he had won it that year. Either way, had to be the worst night of the guy's life. And turns out exposed him. Because to me, you don't just – yeah, just listen, man. I was super nervous, so I went looking for a hooker. It, it doesn't add up. Like, yeah, are you kind of fooling some people? Like, I'm pretty confident. It was my first time, I swear. I've never got a hooker before. So you're telling me the night before the Super Bowl, anxiety got to you. You're with your wife and your three kids, and you go get a hooker. I don't believe you, man. I just do not believe you. Like, I I feel pretty good about, you know what? Everything I've read, everything that's been said over the years from his teammates, Eli Manning, good guy, right? Eli Manning, Former man of the year, feels like a super high-level good guy. You get something like Eugene Robinson, you just never know. We haven't had anything like that. I mean, the, the, the it's just so I, – I can't take Frank Clark that seriously, and I, I don't know if you agree, that does not feel like a controversy. Like, there, it's just a controversy-less game, which sucks if you do what we do. I would just like a little juice. One thing said – you know, back in the day, like in, when we were growing up, it felt like there was a lot more animosity between coaches, college and pro, in all sports. 
You're just like, whoa, those two guys hate each other. It, it just doesn't – it's just not much of that going on yeah. anymore, especially with these two guys. Like, oh, yeah, Belichick likes Kyle. Kyle made LaFleur. McVeigh and Kyle are buddies. Like, who's Kyle not friends with? Like, everyone just kind of thinks Kyle. Andy Reid, most universally respected guy in, like, sports history. Like, you know, having Belichick and, like, one other asshole is not the worst Super Bowl ever, right? Sometimes no. that, that helps. Like, everyone hates this guy. Have you read one thing that's like, you know, if, if, if no one will say it, I will. Andy's a bad guy. Like, I, just, you can't even – you could Google it. You wouldn't even be able to find anything. No. It, it, I, in the world where, you know, what I like to say is if you're looking for any opinion, you can find it on Twitter. Like, I hate when people retweet something, put a shitty opinion from somebody without many followers through a megaphone just to smack down the bad opinion. I can't believe somebody – yeah, every opinion you can find on Twitter, congrats on, like, you know, putting somebody on a pedestal just to kick them off it when no one shares their opinion. But that legitimately, you can't find that opinion, even on the Internet, even on Twitter. Um, you're right. Frank Clark, I mean, he's, I'm going to be mic'd up. I'll save my talking for the game. No, Again, nobody cares. Jimmy, I mean, uh, nothing. Mahomes, lovable. Kittle and Kelsey? I mean, we didn't – no one really even tried to make that a thing. Well, because I think Kittle's, Kittle called him, like, the best tight end in the league. Right. But, I mean, kind of like – more friendly. But there's not even any, like uh, – I, I don't know. I haven't even felt the buildup on that just head-to-head competition because there's no head-to-head. Well, no, well, head. well, Kittle's not really a shit-talker. But I don't even mean the shit-talking. I just mean – Who's what's, the best? You, Let's debate it for three it's like, hours. Well, one guy's a first-team all-pro, one yeah. guy's a second-team all-pro. Kelsey's like, yeah, I won it last year. I just want to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just I just want to win the Super Bowl. We're hoping we win the Super Bowl. They got a good team. It's just Maybe. it is very boring, guy. It's been yeah. a boring well, week of of sensational headlines. If you took somebody who didn't know anything about the Super Bowl and just dropped them in here, they they wouldn't understand why you wait a week to an extra week to play this game. They'd be like, for what? What's all the buildup? You were telling me what? Radio Row's not not that hot on the block this year. No, it's just. But it's I mean, kinda... we thought that when we we've been telling people since we did it, it's nothing special. Yeah, it's a little overrated. But if you're a fan, it is cool to go. Unless you're to hanging out in the Cowherd uh, VIP room, all the famous players are around. That is the one cool thing. Like for the fans staying there, just a lot of players are walking around. Ocho Cinco, Victor Cruz, I just those are just countless players. I, I I do think the coaches in the NFL play a huge role of the stars. Right? They are very famous, and Belichick being in the Super Bowl all the time. Everyone has an opinion on him. Guy, if I hear one more person ask Kyle Shanahan about 28 to 3, I'm going to fucking throw my mic against this wall. But I wouldn't because then I'd have to pay incidentals. <laughs> but I'll throw it against the ground or the bed. It's just, I, 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 what else can you ask him? Yeah, they lost 28 to 3. We know it. We saw it. It happened. He's talked about it 10 million times and for three years. It's over and done with. Nothing you can do. There's no going back and changing it. They're, the Falcons are never going to win the Super Bowl. I actually saw Arthur Blank walking around today. Uh, Wearing a suit? Pocket uh, square? Yeah, look, look good. Look good. It's just 28 to 3. We get it. And as Kyle always says, yeah, it's just a couple plays. Like, you didn't need to uh, look in the mirror and change your whole philosophy. No, we were up 28 to 3 on Bill Belichick in the third quarter. Like, I, just a couple other plays. We're good. Like, it, what, I just, nothing else you can say about it. Like, it's kind of a cool story. I, back then, once he started rehabbing and it was clear he was an elite coach. I, I just – that would be one thing if they do win that story. Does that just die? 
That's one story I can't take. But the problem is either Andy can't win the big one or Kyle 28-3 blew another one. One of those is not going to die. I'm just no, tired of these stories. I, why because I, I, I feel game. like these stories are kind of holding on. That's the great part about the Patriots. There's always a new curveball with them. Always. They were, they were the gift that kept on giving. Because it was always just, God damn, this is crazy. <laughs> you know? And they don't even say shit. That's the thing with them. They don't, their players don't say a word. Yet there's always just an overlying thing where everyone has an opinion, a lot of hate. And when there's a lot of hate, that's a good thing. Is there a lot of hate in the Super Bowl? Like, no. Who really, John, like, I, I don't even know who, who the fans can hate. Well, who hates the Chiefs? The Raiders. I mean, they're – Oh, oh, uh-oh. I know what you're about to say. Who hates the Niners? There's one man who hates both the Chiefs and the Niners for a long time. Who's that? Well, I guess he doesn't hate the Niners anymore. Mark Davis? Greg Papa. Yeah, I mean, I... He was on the Three and Out podcast. Did you address this touchy subject with him? Well, what happened was, as I was walking, I'm like, I need to do a podcast. I have nothing to say. <laughs> I had nothing. And then I see him. I'm like, maybe I get 15 minutes. So we just started talking, and we went for 40 minutes. I'm like, I just did my not sh- fucking not podcast. Not shocking, yeah. I did five-minute intro, Greg Poppa, and that was it. Like, boy. Thank God. That's I some have straight nothing. radio row stuff right there. There's nothing to say. I just, I don't have any takes. And even he, he had a good line. He's like, He's like, you know what? For the first time, he's like, obviously Derek would always come to Raider games, and my boys liked football. He's like, my, my wife and daughters would never, never wanted to be associated with the Raiders. I'm like, yeah, no shit, Greg. He's like, guess what? They love the Niners now. I'm like, yeah, you know why? Because the Niners are fun. Because the Niners are kind of like the Warriors. Now he's like, a big element is Jimmy. I'm like, yeah, well, they've had Montana. Steve Young was a good-looking guy. Like, it's part of the Niners brand. They're just, they're hip. A lot of women like the Niners. They have a big, huge fan base. They're, they're just cool. The Chiefs, a little different, I guess, for us in California, but they just, they've always just felt like just, just like a, like the Cleveland Indians, or just like a solid Midwest team. Just, oh, the Kansas City Royals, the Kansas basketball. Just, I just, I watch them, you know, just part of my life as a sports fan. No, I, don't, I never had an opinion one way or the other on them. <laughs> they don't, they don't generate, much intense feel for me, right? Like the Cowboys, they, they generate emotion. Even for, I don't even, I'm just tired of the Cowboys. Then I'll kind of like the Cowboys, but I'm always having an opinion on them. I just, the Niners, part of it, and we were talking before the podcast, we just, we've, you and I have been talking about the Niners now since we got a radio show from Harbaugh up until this point. There's not a subject that we haven't talked about, but this year with them being good was really fun. But for the last couple of weeks, it has been kind of boring because not much has happened inside the greatness. I wouldn't have minded, like, LaFleur turned in Jimmy Garoppolo for special spikes or something. Just give me a little controversy. You know, just give me something. <laughs> we got nothing. But the one thing I hope if the Niners win the Super Bowl, I'm going to need something in the offseason. I'm going to need, like, whoa! They traded Eric Armstead, and then they badmouthed him to, like, Barrows on the way out or something. <laughs> like, just give me something. Because it can't be sunshine and rainbows the whole time. Because even Belichick, remember, it would be like they won a Super Bowl finally for the first time in, like, franchise history. And then, like, a year later, he realized, like, God, we get better. He signs Corey Dillon, which was, like, the Kareem Hunt of the time. So right off the bat, they're like, God, damn, they, Belichick's kind of crazy. And then they won it again. And then they had a winning streak. They just always had sweet controversies. 
I feel like if you told me the Niners and Chiefs are the two top teams in the league for the next five years, it would be relatively boring. Now, they'd be good football, and I like that, and I do enjoy that. But if you talk about a team every day, you do need a little juice, and that's the one thing that makes me a little nervous about Kyle. Thank God he's a really good coach, and his teams are good, because that's we, that does matter. I don't think he's going to ever, because they're not going to get and acquire many shitheads. That is the one thing with the Chiefs. They're just going to have a little more characters with Veach yeah. and Andy. Kyle's, Kyle's not going to have many Marcus Peters on the squad. That's just not going to be their deal. Like, they might have a Richard Sherman, but even Richard at this point, what is he? I mean, he's just he's just kind of Richard Sherman, right? It's not like he when Richard was, we'd never seen it before, but now it's when he talks, everyone kind of knows what to expect. He's got a big personality. When he, and even he, how often does he, He's not dumb. He's not taking shots at opponents really or anymore. He used I to guess kind of do he that. He just did it. He legitimately just saved it for people he hated. He doesn't hate anybody here, I guess. <laughs> but it felt like he hated a lot of people back then, right? It's true. Yeah. You know? I I heard uh someone tweeted out a video of Kobe and Jordan, and it was like a mix of all the conversations over the years, and one of them, Steve Kerr. Must have gone on first take like 10 years ago with Stephen A and Skip. And they're like, Michael or Kobe? And Steve's response, like, Oh, we really doing this, guys? Can't we, can't they both just be great players? I really have to argue one of them. And I, all you hear in the background, you don't see the video. You just see the, like, it's like a, it's like a montage with the audio in the back. Mm -hmm. And Skip's like, Yes, we're really doing it. Like, Skip was ready to argue it. And I I think Steve might have hung up. I kind of remembered it being like a, a moment for first take. But it's just, like, Jimmy or Mahomes. Like, Mahomes? Andy, like, Andy or Kyle, if we wanted to do a first-take argument, we could do an Andy or Kyle legitimate argument. But other than that, it's, there's not much. Like, D4 to Frank Clark. Like, yeah, Frank, you're better. You're, you're a better player. You know, that's, we, we, the whole league knows that. You're, you're better. Now, D's good, too. You know, you got traded for a first, right value. D got traded for a slate second. Ideally, probably would have been a third, but he's a good player. You know, there's not much. I feel like always with the Patriots Super Bowls, and we've had about 20 of them the last, there was always just crazy storylines, right? Did we get spoiled for like a five-year run of just madness? I mean, guy, they came to the Super Bowl one time fresh off Deflategate. It was nuts. I remember watching yep. the Belichick press conference. I remember Kraft got off the plane and did a press conference, kind of calling out like the league and this bullshit. It was like, God, this is nuts. This has been the opposite of like, is anything going to happen? And the answer is no. Do you know the Chiefs? I might go meet Veach tomorrow morning. Are forty five minutes away? I don't. Wait, even, I might actually not go. I only know they're, that they're, you told me, but. they're they are not even close. Like the Niners, I think are fifteen minutes away in downtown Miami. Like they could, you know, if the players wanted to. The Chiefs are a fucking long way away. A forty minute Uber ride. Because my buddy, I asked him if he wanted to go out tonight. He's like, we're going to staff dinner. He's like, yeah, it's a 40-minute Uber ride. I'm like, well, actually, you're coming toward me. But they're deep. I wonder if they got first pick because they were the home team. You think there's only two possibilities for the hotel? I would guess. Yeah, maybe there are. You think they give you, like, five, like, which ones you want? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe. I mean. How would you do that? How would you just have five ready? Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, maybe you know, one thing. just get a pick. One thing I've I noticed, d- I've, got, I've gone to lunch First night I went to dinner solo, and then I went to lunch solo today. And if you just keep your ears open, 
you'll just kind of hear like, damn, this is because a lot, the entire league sends just different employees here. I've heard multiple team employees kind of talking about players and coaches. I was like, you're being pretty loud. How the fuck do you know who I am? Like, luckily, I think I'm people not a like scumbag. That. You think so? I think, I, I think some people do, yes. They there like the people team. around them to hear what they're saying. There, actually, you're probably dead on because I, I thought multiple times with the chick the first night, like you do realize I'm right here. I could be, I almost said the owner's name, like the cousin. I don't want to screw her. But she was openly talking about how the offensive coordinator had said something off the record to a reporter, and then the reporter had tweeted it, and the head coach got mad. and the court, But it was just pretty famous organization guy. And I was like, Jesus. Like, there's only three of us in this restaurant, you two and me, two seats away from you at the bar, and you're just openly talking. These are pretty famous people. This isn't like, you know, this new startup called uh, called Ham Radio. It's got these seven people no one would know about. It's, you're, a, you're a multiple time Super Bowl champion organization. I know the names you're saying. If there are 10, it's crazy. You're right. She, she had to want me to hear it. She didn't even look my way. Not like, even you. Right just, just I think people like people to know that they got some shit that they know. Like, oh, like, what's that? Who is that person? What do they know? Right? Like, who? They people want you to think who is that? Who I'm is powerful. Yeah. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.